0: Welcome to Because of This House, a podcast exploring the history, impact, and significance of housing in Rockford, Illinois and beyond. Because of This House is brought to you by Rockford Area Habitat for Humanity. I'm your host, Lauren Morelli. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Because of This House. I'm your host, Lauren Morelli, and today I am here with two guests, which is super fun. Would you guys both mind introducing yourselves? I'm Latrina.
1: I'm Sinai, and I'm her daughter.
2: Initially, I applied for a Habitat in 2008. I didn't meet the qualification as far as a need. And then I reapplied in 2017 or 18. And when I reapplied, we were actually picked after they came over and did the walked through and went through my application. In my head, I was thinking, oh, my God, I'm never going to get this because I was already denied once. But we were picked, and we started to build in 2019. It has been amazing, to say the least, though, because where we started from, I was thinking I'm just living life, casually doing everything right for my daughter. And she started out with some allergies. And I was like, well, nobody in my family has allergies. So I was just thinking it was from her dad's side of the family. Come to find out, it was mold in our apartment that had a tribute to a lot of her allergies that she has. So she currently has not dwindled off any of her medications, but I just thank God that they're not as bad as they were.
0: So Latrina, this first question is for you. What initially led you to apply for homeownership? Well, I was thinking that
2: it was time for me to start to create something for Sinai like a legacy for her to have or something I can hand down to her. I was a little nervous because I don't have that green thumb or I can't mow the lawn. I was just thinking I'm getting older, I'm not getting younger. And when they announced it at church, I was like, well, okay, I'm gonna apply. So I applied. And then when they announced where it was at, I'm actually an employee at Mercy Health now, formerly Rockford Memorial. And their actual classes that they had that Saturday was actually at Rockford Memorial. So I was like, okay, Lord, I hear you. So I just think it was fate telling me to go ahead and apply and see. And when I got there, I was nervous. I'm like, oh my God, they're not gonna pick me out of all of these people. We got it.
0: (laughs) During the process of applying for Habitat, going through all the homeownership classes, all those things, what was that process like for both of you?
1: For me, I didn't really do anything. The only thing I really did was paint my room which I really liked because I've always wanted a purple room or like purple in my room. So mm-hmm. when we painted my room, we added like glitter in it. So it like my walls are shiny and like when you flash a light on it, you can see the sparkles. I wanted to do all the walls at first, but I only did the wall in my closet and the right wall so i'm glad i didn't do all of them though because i feel like it would have been a lot of purple because my room's (laughs) already so much purple but during the building part i wasn't really there because i was in california with my dad but my mom sent me pictures so i had like pictures of them building and when i was here i would see them building and i would just sit down and watch (laughs)
2: And then with her age, too, she wasn't able to be on the site. But like she said, she was in California with her dad. But I made sure that I sent pictures of every progress. And then during the building of the walls, they were able to sign the walls in her room.
0: I think it's her granddad and her uncle's names are on those. What are some of your first memories of living in your own home? And what were the most impactful aspects of your house?
1: The earliest memory I have, we had my bed in there, but like, i didn't have anything else i had like the bed and like a little blanket i don't think i had sheets, so we folded in like a little tent on the bed and i would always just sleep in there and i remember i'll just look around and i'll be like where am i again (laughs) I didn't do much, though. We went to my granny's house because we still had to, like, move stuff from the house. We just, like, woke up, and I just sat and got on my phone. And then we were like, oh, we're going to granny's to get more stuff.
2: We moved in with my parents prior to actually moving into the house. So that's what she was relating to. But prior to moving out of my apartment, I had given away everything. So I wanted to have a fresh start. So when we moved in, we didn't literally, we had nothing. And I was like, I gave away everything. I didn't even have a shower curtain. (laughs) So... I fold her covers half, and she just climbs in. So now she'll say, Ma, can you make a tent on my bed? <laughs> so, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what we did for the first time. As far as me, I think I was a little bit more scared just from the surroundings, not knowing the neighborhood. And at the time, my house was the in-house. So I felt like, okay, if they wanted to get anybody, it would be us because <laughs> our house is the in-house. I don't think we heard any cracks or
0: creeps or anything like that yeah nothing (laughs) scary (laughs) but that was my fear (laughs) so my next question is how has your life changed or have any areas of your life changed since becoming a homeowner i think mine is my half bath is
2: inside of my bedroom so just being able to have that little bit of privacy because everything out in the remaining house is hers so she's like my bathroom my this my that so (laughs) that's what i like most having that there.
1: When I first moved in, I really liked the hallway because I always like, just wore my socks and skated around. But I stopped doing that now because I fell a lot. But now I think it might be just, I don't know, the kitchen, just because we have our little pantry and like the little lazy caddy. So I just like cleaning that up, I guess. And I started cleaning more, so I like doing that.
2: It is definitely more responsibility, even though my dad comes over and mows and does the upkeep, making sure that there's gas there when he comes to mow the lawn or making sure I water the plants. Now I realize I have the water bill, the mortgage, the gas bill. I have the garbage. I mean, it's just like bills after bills, and then I have to get used to them. So I'm like, I just paid this water bill, but then there's the rubbish bill. So it's just like getting to know everything and getting acclimated with home ownership of it
1: for me it was just cleaning because before i cleaned a little bit but like most time it was just vacuuming but now i have to like sweep swiffer clean the bathroom do the dishes (laughs) it's like i just have a lot more chores to do since before we had carpet so it's just vacuum and then that was it but now you have to sweep and then you have to mop or swiffer so it's a lot but i get to invite more friends over i've got to see my cousin a lot more because she lived farther away but now she's closer And we like see each other almost every week.
2: That was one of the great things we did go from carpet. When we transitioned or when we started the habitat process, you didn't have the option for tile and laminate. You could only do carpet. But with her health condition, we were able to get
0: the laminate floors. So that's what she's referring to. When you think back to becoming a homeowner and going through the habitat process, what are some of the thoughts and emotions that come to your mind when you think about how that impacted your family i just think that i
2: am truly blessed because like i said it had to be god because normally i'm late for church (laughs) almost every sunday (laughs) (laughs) and this sunday i just happened to be there for announcements to actually hear the announcement of the habitat process and then looking at her knowing the i guess i wouldn't say i didn't know the danger of it you know putting her in it and now seeing that it was the different things there in the home, bringing her out of that and allowing her to have her own place and having more company over. We were in a small three-bedroom, now it's a little bit more
0: room, so it's a lot for us to have more room for people to come over. Thank you guys so much for sharing. Your answers have been so great so far. Thanks for just sharing so honestly about your stories, and this is so much fun to listen to. So for both of your individual experiences, what would you describe as the most rewarding and most challenging aspects of homeownership?
2: I think the most rewarding was being a part of the process, just being able to see it from the ground up and getting asked, did you actually see this? Or when we were building, the kids in the neighborhood would stop by and they'll say, are you guys building a house? (laughs) And we were like, yeah. So just that I think has been the most rewarding for me, seeing it come to life.
1: The most rewarding for me, getting the See my cousins more before I would just tell people oh I live in the apartment. And I remember whenever we went on school field trips, we would pass the apartment and I'll be like there's my apartment and everyone would be like whoa really. <laughs> but now I could just say like oh I live in this house and like I show like my room and stuff. It was big and stuff, but it just had like a lot of toys and a lot. But I think like the most disadvantage was when I went to school, I'd have to wake up super early because we were farther away from my bus stop and like I would go to my granny's house before school because it was right next to the bus stop, so it was just like having to wake up at, like, 5 or 6, and then, like, I had to go with my mom, and then she would drop me off there, and then they would drop me off at the bus stop. So it was just, like, a lot to do, but I got used to it eventually.
0: For each of you, do you have any special memories of living in your house, whether that was right at the beginning or over time?
1: I think we have more
2: time together. Like, it'll be days I'll be like, you want to go in the living room and watch a movie?
0: Whereas
2: when we were in the apartment, we were always on top of each other anyway, so. And now she's getting older, so she likes to go in her room and do her own thing. But I try to bring her back in there with me in those little special moments to me. I enjoy.
1: Yeah, I like when we spend time together. I feel like I learned a lot more in the house, because, like, now I can do more things. When my cousin comes over, we ride the bikes, because I actually, like, have a street to ride down, or, like, a pathway to go, and, like, I learned how to do badminton with her on our little driveway, and, like, whenever people come over, it's, like, fun, because, like, people are outside, and we just hang out, and it's, like, we have more room to do stuff, and, like, I don't have to just, like, stay in my room, because, like, a lot of people would be in there, and it's, like, it used to be really crowded, but now I can Just like go out there, and it's like I have room to breathe.
0: So, for this next question, I'm kind of gonna ask it one way and then flip it the other way. So, my first part of it is for Latrina. As a mother, what was it like to watch your daughter get to live in the house that you purchased for your family? It's amazing
2: to just see because when I grew up at her age, it was my mom and my grandma. So, it was like we never had just. A home for my mom and my siblings and I. It was my mom, my granny, my siblings, so it was always crowded. Now it's just she and I, and I'm able to teach her more, to show her more. She's more mature now. Like she says, she's doing more chores. She'll get up and she'll fix her own stuff to eat or, you know, I don't have to always say, Sanai, did you clean the bathroom? Or Sanai, did you Swiffer? She has that already schedule to know on Saturdays, this is what I have to do. After I finish washing, she knows to iron the clothes. It's just teaching her that role as a young adult as she grows
0: up. And so the second part of that question is for you, Sinai. As a daughter, what was it like to watch your mom achieve all these amazing things and achieve home ownership?
1: I mean, it's been pretty cool because beforehand, me and my mom never really went outside when we were at the apartment. So now it's like funny to see her go outside and try to do the yard or like plant flowers with my aunt. So that's really funny. Whenever it snows, she would just shovel. It was just be really funny to see her down there. And um, almost every time she went out there, she would say, I slipped. <laughs> And I just laugh and it was just so funny. But it's nice to see her go outside and like plant stuff. Because like before I always liked planting with my granny. So it's just nice to see her do that. She goes to work and then whenever she comes back I just be there like, How was work today? Or I'll be like, Are you gonna eat something? So it's just Mm -hmm. nice to see all that.
0: So this is kind of to take it back to a bigger scale, but over the years, how would you say your home has impacted your life? Right now, I'm actually
2: one of the mentees for one of the Habitat for Humanity. ladies going through the process right now. So she and I speak a lot, even though she started during COVID and it put her on like a little lead way. I would try to encourage her and let her know that don't give up, don't get discouraged this is all in God's plan. And just to let her know that even though this just gives her a little bit more time to get a little bit more money in her escrow, or like when we went through the process, there were classes that you had to take, or even with the financial classes, that was one thing that really helped me during the process, just learning how to save or learning what not to run your credit score for, or things of that nature, just trying to pass that down, letting her know that it's good to do it, but just wait until, you've actually finished the process before you hurt your credit because there has been stories where some have done it and then they get to the end and it's too much for you or it's brought you down and you don't make it to the finish line. So you've worked so hard. It helps me to be encouraging to her to let her know. And then I haven't been able to assist with the build this time because I injured my ankle, but even if I can I'll try to give them cases of water or something to let them know that I appreciate them or here's a little treat like snacks or something just from when. I went through the process and not having that. You know, you just think of little things that could have helped made your day easier. Going through the process, you'll think of family and friends who you just knew would be there for you. And then you get there and they're not there. Like, that was my whole thing. I was like, oh, I got enough friends that'll do it. But when it came time for the bill, it was me and my dad all the time. So it hurts your feelings. But then in the end, you know, that everybody is not happy for you. But I will always just try to encourage them, even if I can't be there with my team here's some water for the week or here's some ho-ho or something to get you guys going so any little bit count.
1: I remember, like, I tried to tell my cousin, because she and her mom moved, I tried to tell them to get a house just so that they could <laughs> live closer to us. He's like, no, why? And I was like, cuz, we like ride the bikes together. We'll be closer together, because I know it's always frustrating when my mom and my aunt have to, like, switch houses, because most of the time I would, like, be over her house for a week, and then she'd get all her stuff and come over my house the next week. I just know that was frustrating to them, because they they're always like, who's gonna pick up who, or who's gonna drop off who? <laughs> I was trying to tell her, like, oh, it's, like, nice it's like we have more room and time to be around each other because we've always been around each other since we were like little babies and when I was at the apartment they moved around a lot so they never really had time to come visit except for like maybe once a month or something but now like I see her so much it's just a
0: lot. (laughs) I do still have one more question for you guys, but before I ask that one, I'm going to ask one that I tend to use in every single interview, which is, what did I miss? Are there any things that you guys would like to add that you don't feel like my question's covered?
2: I just want to say the staff at Habitat is amazing, (laughs) to say the least. Anything that I asked or inquired about, they were always willing to answer the questions, assist with anything that I thought I might need or want, or if it was possible, they would try to make it possible. If it wasn't possible, they just made me feel as though no question was a dumb question. I mean, there's always an answer, and if there's a will, there's a way. So even with my team that I had, I had the first free. So I still kind of contact them every blue moon and just send them a text and say, hey, how are you? This past winter, I've contacted Rolf, even though he's retired now, just to reach out. So he was like, oh, thank you so much. So it's just nice to have that family away from family, you know, because I still feel as though if I needed a question answered or if I needed one of them to come over, that they would be willing to help me, even though I've gone through the process and now I am on my own. I still feel as though if I had a question, that they would be willing to come answer that question for
1: me just like what my mom said. like I remember they gave me a little lamp and I really just love that lamp because it was like glitter on it and like whenever I turned it on I just I love it because I have a really big light and sometimes I don't like the light or like the bulbs stop working I turn on the lamp and it's just nice to have like a little light sometimes that
2: was one of our team members from first free he had told his wife when they came over they knew she liked purple so she actually <laughs> painted a lamp and put little balls around it and it got all this purple shimmer I was just like oh my god
0: and the very last question for you guys is for each of you how would you finish the following statement because of this house fill in the blank because of this house I feel like we have made it a home for our family
1: because of this house I feel like I can grow more as a person I would say because I just have more opportunities now like to make friends and bring friends over as before, I didn't really have that many because I didn't really have like a place for them to stay. Where now I have like the guest room, or like we just sleep in the living room, and that's just nice.
0: Latrina and Sinai, thank you so much for joining us on Because of This House. Your story is so impactful and beautiful, and it was a joy to talk with both of you. Once again, thank you for listening to Because of This House, which is brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. Our producer is Kerman Thomas. Our theme song was written by Noonie, who is also one of our Habitat homeowners. The song, entitled Daydreams, was produced by Chandler Bolden and engineered by Neil Howard.
2: If you believe it,